T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's definitely Zach's decision. <laughs> Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. That's Billy Donovan telling you the Bulls weren't looking for Zach Levine to have surgery. He had uh, met with a a. a Doctor while in L.A. and then came up with the plan, and the plan now is for him to miss the rest of the season, to have surgery on his foot, and not to try to get back to help the Bulls this season. Again, he's their max player. He's been uh, disgruntled uh, about different things. He's already talked trade and. Then word came out that there was no trade market for him. We've heard that repeatedly, David. So uh, so now he's going to miss the rest of the season and presumably rehab, get healthy, get the surgery, and be ready to come back as the player he once was with whatever team he ends up with. The season ends after 25 games, and going into this year, you never thought that he would only play – in 25 games. I think the cynicism or the wondering, being a little skeptical about the way this went down is appropriate. I think it's also just in fairness uh, worth pointing out and remembering, you know, Lonzo Ball got two and three opinions. Patrick Williams, when he broke his wrist, got a second opinion. Zach Levine got several. But I do think that there's no, there, there's no uh, question that the Bulls wording this press release on Saturday night when they broke the news about how this was Zach Levine's decision that was intentional and I do think that was something worth remembering because there has been somewhat of a rift Rich Paul has kind of gotten involved the way a lot of agents do in the NBA going back to November when they wanted to trade to this this point in time where he's opting for surgery so Zach Levine likely will not play another game for the Bulls because this offseason it's hard to envision them doing anything except for starting over given the direction this whole season has gone. So um, 
it, it's fascinating that our tourist kind of show this has been here. Uh, he's two months shy of four years, I think, is uh, yep. the way uh, Casey wrote it. Um, and, you know, he made some initial trades to put together this team. And the only guys left from the um, from the roster that he inherited are Kobe White, who's having a breakout year this year, and Zach Levine, who looks like he's headed to the exits. And Vooch came shortly after AK arrived, but you wonder what the future holds for everybody in mm-hmm. a Bulls uniform in terms of how active uh, AK will be in trading. What's remarkable is that, you know, certainly when AK came to town, the initial impression was, whoa, bold, aggressive. He's going to reshape this roster in a way that he wants, right? Five moves right off the bat and only one since. And I think that's what gives you a little bit of pause. What do they do now? We've got four days before Thursday, the trade deadline. I don't know if this means that Alex Caruso, who's been mentioned in rumors uh, with the Golden State Warriors, if that is something that's going to happen. I don't know if DeRozan has a market that's going to develop. Who else could you actually move, Molly? I don't think it's a long list of guys. And we're talking about things that, you know, would be good moves possibly. But this is not a team that looks like it's headed for a blockbuster trade Thursday. Yeah, I, I think it's fascinating. Um, if you have Zach Levine out for the year, and, and obviously that means that you're not going to be able to trade him uh, by the trade deadline. I mean, you know, people are crazy and things happen, but I don't think anyone wants to trade for a guy that is going to miss the season with surgery. So does that make you more inclined to want a big trade of some other member of the big three of some other player on the on the roster? Does that make you more inclined or less inclined to expect a trade? Uh, I think I don't expect a trade. I'm not more inclined to expect a trade before Thursday. I'm more inclined to expect this news to, uh, and it, it kind of the precursor to playing out this season, doing what you need to do maybe to sneak into the playoffs, and then this this uh, off season narrative, almost like an urgent demand to retool and rebuild, because you aren't going anywhere in terms of making progress, you are running in place. And if you get to the end of the season, whatever it looks like, let's face it, if you make a couple of trades before Thursday, how is that really going to shape, alter the shape of your roster and change your direction? It probably won't. Those kind of moves are going to be made more in the offseason when you start to look at free agency, when you start to look at trading Zach Levine, when the market may develop, if he is indeed healthy. So, Molly, I don't think over the next 72 hours we're going to experience something that says, oh, now the Bulls get it. Now we can get on board. Now this all makes sense. Is there any player that you're looking at? I, I mean, for instance, if you wanted to, you could trade um, Alex Caruso pretty much anywhere. Teams would love to have Alex Caruso. And a lot of teams would look at a guy like him as the sort of player that can come in and improve you defensively as a team and maybe have an impact in your ability to – make the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I don't know that that, that that would be good for Alex Caruso. Any yes. trade that involves Alex Caruso before Thursday is going to benefit benefit the player more than the team trading him. So the Bulls aren't going to get as much out of that. If you do that, you're just trying to accumulate 
draft capital. Um, it's different in the NBA than it is in other sports, certainly the NFL, but you could probably get something for him of value in a way that you could not get any other, you know, other players on your roster that would not be as attractive. Right. Right. No, I, I'm not, I'm not a proponent of trading Alex Cruz. I'm just saying you could trade him. Right. I, I would wonder when you look at DeMar DeRozan is what is his future beyond this season with the Bulls? Is, is he a guy that you're going to try to bring back? for another year or two or are you going to look at where he's at and say well you know we're not we're probably not going anywhere although they've played fine without uh, uh Zach Levine to this point but what do you think of his long-term future could he be a guy that might just want out at some point and is does he want to be here beyond this year he's all class i think he probably Deserves a chance to go out with a winner. Mm-hmm. Maybe deserves a chance to go out with a team that is capable of winning a championship. That's not the Bulls. You know, so I think that as classy as he has been, as professional as he will be, and saying all the right things, and certainly you can count on him for night in, night out, give you the, hit, the type of effort you, you've become accustomed to seeing. I, I think that, yeah, I, I would have – I would definitely have uh, – I would have AK searching for a good home this season to finish out the, the year for, for DeMar DeRozan. Look, Molly, you saw Saturday night. This yeah. team is so frustrating right. with or without Zach, with or without Patrick Williams. They just are so inconsistent. That's been the story of the season. So I think that this, if they start to deal people, you'd almost welcome it just because it changes the subject. Yeah, they, 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 what, they went down 30 in that game? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they came charging back to whoop, the Kings. Whoop de do, whoop de do, and lost the game. I mean, I, I'm just saying, you're not supposed to go down thirty before you begin your comeback. And you know, congratulations about making the game close, but the game wasn't close. The game wasn't close. The season hasn't been competitive overall. They've had spurts. You know, the best spurt was when they played. Well, without Zach when he went on the injured list the first time, Kobe White has had a nice little breakthrough. Let's hope he's healthy enough to continue that progress. But the glimmers of hope have been few and far between. And I just don't know when you talk about an identity and when you talk about a direction and all the buzzwords that we typically talk about when teams that are stuck, I'm not quite sure what the Bulls are or where they're headed right now. Yeah, and they – you know, it's one of these things where I'm not sure the 2024 uh, draft is supposed to be very good. I, I don't think there there's any need to try to get to the top of that draft. They've already conveyed the 21 and 23 uh, picks to Orlando, and they owe a top 10 protected pick to San Antonio in 2025. There are no women yamas in this yeah, draft. No. There, there are no generational players or talents that you are just waiting to get a chance to to bring into your organization. It's going to be a, a, a matter of retooling via trade, maybe a free agent uh, here or there. If, if the right one is you know still on the market, you don't think that guys uh, like Maxi or somebody like that is going to be out there for long. But I don't know, Molly. I, I think that you know it, the fact that AK has been here four years in April – you think about that, like, wow, he really has been. And there hasn't been a ton of 
dramatic change. And at first it was. It was like, oh, wow, this guy can knows how to enter a room. But there just hasn't been much since the early uh, flurry of activity. Yeah, they, they've sat out the trade deadline for a couple of years running, and the kind of uh, the feeling is they're going to sit out this one too. I, I, I'm just saying the general consensus around the league is that there's not a lot of moves they can make. And now without Zach Levine, I, I think that just underscores there aren't very many moves they can make. I am curious about, you know, obviously the Bulls worded it and, and Billy Donovan correctly was asked about it. If, you know, the fact that they said this was his decision, this yes. was his decision to get the surgery now and maybe look at four to six months in recovery. Does this help his potential trade market in the summer or does it hinder it? Yeah, we'll talk to KC next. I think that's a good question to ask him. I, I mean, you know, how, 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 uh, I know that he's going to miss the rest of the year, but how serious is the surgery? And is there a chance that he's not coming back from it? And obviously, it's something he believes he needs to do in order to continue his career. But his, how does his career continue? At, at, at the level it was before uh, he was injured or at, you know, a level that damages the value of the player moving forward? Yeah, because this is not his knee. That was something nope. that he took care of and came back from, and mm-hmm. you saw him regain the explosiveness. Now you've got a foot, and now you got a foot with a knee. And so you wonder if a player whose game is predicated around explosiveness is going to be compromised in any way. Mm-hmm. Probably not. I mean, you know, four to six months, you can come back from these kind of things, medical science being what it is. But, yeah, I th- think those are questions that we don't have the answers to. I just wonder – you know, when you look at the motivation to do it now, does that mean that you know you're looking you're looking ahead and, and planning on on coming back better than ever, and you can tell a, a potential team or a suitor that yeah, this is this is you're getting a brand new version of Zach Levine. Yeah, I I mean again, I just think that um, I I don't know I don't know how big the trade. Uh, market was for him this year. I don't know how big it will be at the start of next year. I, I kind of agree with what you said, not expecting to see him in a Bulls uniform again. I, I wonder how happy the team is about this going down the way it went down. I well, can't imagine they're doing handstands over it. I can't either because, again, things are subtle but significant, and the way they worded the the news in the press release was to make clear that this wasn't necessarily their call. You don't do that, Molly, unless there's maybe a difference of opinion or maybe the, the implies, at least, that this is not the direction they might have gone at this point. Maybe they would have waited it out and seen if he could play you know, through it this year and kind of sneak into the playoffs and take their chances with a healthier, healthier version of Zach, but not maybe a fixed version of Zach. Right. And, and, you know, I don't want to be cruel to DeMar DeRozan because I saw, uh, did you see that, where Kobe White went out and, and met with some kids and, uh, you know, gave him a little basketball camp. It was great to see these kids react to him. And he brings with him his friend DeMar DeRozan. Like, how, <laughs> how cool is that? He just for, for, you know, for the kids that, that 
follow the team and, you know, it'd be, it'd be phenomenal. And, and it was great. And I think that, uh, that DeMar DeRozan's that kind of guy, you know, I really, I do. But if you're not going anywhere and you're not going to be able to win anything, I, I mean, does he want to be around? Do you owe him the service of trying to get him back into title contention? And um, again, it's not about you getting a big deal out of it. It's about, the guy's going to decide whether he stays or goes on his own, so why not give him an opportunity if indeed there is one that presents itself? I would think that as Thursday gets closer that you're going to see several teams probably, if they haven't already, wonder about what it would take to get DeMar DeRozan you know, with a contender. And he would be maybe the missing piece to a lot of teams or several teams out there that are looking for that kind of veteran scoring and just stability that he offers night in and night out. You know, this is going to be a crazy. It's the NBA. You know, KC may have a better insight, but over the next 72 hours, Molly, we may see all kinds of things happening. Already the rumors, did you see the one over the weekend about LeBron in New York? Obviously he just played there, and New York being what it is, they're going to look at that. But LeBron being quoted as saying, yeah, he at one point in time has talked about playing for the Knicks. Wouldn't that be something? Would, uh, would Bronny be drafted in that, in that scenario? Well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. Bronny's not having a great year, I don't think, at USC. I'm right. not sure. Well, yeah, he, not. he had some reasons. There was yeah. some medical issues that maybe yeah, that got in bad. the way. That was ugly stuff. I don't see LeBron getting moved, but there's going to be some move out there that happens, I think, before the NBA trade deadline that makes you think, I did not see that coming. It's the NBA. That always happens. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll run that by KC as well. Ask him if he's hearing any uh, major rumors. I, I'm always fascinated by how the league reinvents itself and how teams get to do that in the NBA. I just don't see a path of how the Bulls can do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see them getting an ounce better. They, and it's tough to look at it like that. They get better, frankly, when they get healthier. They aren't a team that's whole right now. Right. You miss Zach and that's added to Patrick Williams is added to Tory Craig, which is added to didn't, there's been didn't one I see injury Tory after Craig? another. Didn't he come back? Didn't didn't I see him against Sacramento? But he's missed a lot of time. Oh, he's you missed know? a ton of time. There, yeah. There's been so many injuries that they and every team has them, but they have been beset by so many injuries that it's hard to think that they've really had the team that they thought they would, were going to have. And you could say that about you know the Lonzo Ball situation, and now this year they've had their own type of injuries. But Zach Levine playing 25 games this year, that's all he's going to play? That's a lost season. I, I kind of laughed at, the, um, at the, the, I, the whole idea that, um, that he came back it, that you finally had Lonzo back, but it was as a broadcaster for <laughs> a quarter of the game. Like, no, 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 not, no. Not, not what you hoped, not no. what you wanted. All that kind of reminded me was that he wasn't available to play, yeah. and I hoped I in listening to him that he wasn't going to end the night with laryngitis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, our, our buddy Casey Johnson. We'll talk to him next. We'll go over uh, – how this one hurts, does it hurt? How much damage does it do to lose your max player for the rest of the season at his uh, – and, and how big a deal is that, that he made the call? Um, and then we'll uh, we'll ask him if, what can be done. What can they do, and will they make any moves by Thursday? 
Casey Johnson, NBC Sports Chicago, joins us next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. C. Johnson. Kobe White pull up three over Karis LeVert and nails it. Bulls insider for NBC Sports Chicago. Give me that Covering everything from the dynasty to Derek to DeMar. K.C. Johnson. I've covered the NBA for a long time. With Mullen Haw. Moss. On 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always fun to talk to our friend K.C. Johnson. And, of course, he joins us on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Hey, KC, how you holding up, buddy? I'm doing well. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Big week, and you're going to be doing all the work uh, for NBC Sports Chicago. But, uh, man, I mean, devastating news to a certain extent about Zach Levine I just wonder, did it take you by surprise at all? Did you see that coming? And does it speak as much to his relationship with the team as to his uh, value on the trade market? Well, there's a lot there. Uh, I would just say I was surprised by the surgery aspect. I was not surprised by the extent of the injury. I kept insisting, you know, there are a lot of people saying this was tied to the trade deadline. They were sitting them out protecting the asset or – you know, he, he wasn't that hurt. I mean, he was hurt. And, and it, you know, I don't want to make excuses for his earlier season play, but um, I, this has been in, impacting him for a long time. And that's clear now because, obviously, you're not choosing surgery unless that's the situation. I mean, if you watch the way he was finishing earlier this season, and, again, I don't, I don't want to put that all on the injury. 
but I mean, he just didn't have his same pop, his same explosiveness. So, um, yeah, that, that, the surgery part caught me by surprise. Um, but, uh, it certainly, as you said, Molly, um, impacts, uh, what probably what the bulls are going to be able to do with him. And there's no guarantee if he, even if he didn't have surgery coming, that they were going to be able to deal him, but it certainly complicates that situation. So, Casey, as you point out on NBCSportsChicago.com, it is common for players to seek second opinions. It's also undeniable, and it stood out that the Bulls reminded everybody in that press release that he did opt for this this surgery, and it was not the team's decision necessarily. Do you see in that uh, in those two things uh, a, a rift developing? Do you think that's uh, going to be a factor if and when they decide in the offseason after he recovers – whether or not to deal him. Yeah, I thought a little too much attention got placed on Zach and, and Clutch getting second and third opinions. I mean, that happens all the time in the league. So I did find the wording of the press release a little, uh, you know, notable. Um, you know, but then, then Billy, if you if you look at the press release and then you look at what Billy said, I mean, Billy painted it completely in a comprehensive and positive light. And I thought Billy's words were a little bit more, uh, should really kind of stand for the organizational uh, perception um, than than maybe the press release. And he just talked about, you know, that that everybody worked together and everybody wants the best interest for Zach. Uh, as far as a rift, I mean, you know, this relationship is has been headed for a divorce for a while. I mean, there's it's this is nothing new. This is not maybe it adds a small another layer to this, but. You know this this relationship has had breakup written all over it for a long time, and this surgery adds you know uh, another layer to it. But it's just got to end at some point if the Bulls are able to find another team, and that's why they were so actively trying to do so. And I assume they will continue to try to do so this off season. Now you've got an injury history that's piling up here, and um, you know with that kind of money. It, and that kind of injury history, that's going to be a hard contract to trade. And I reported last week that, you know, the perception on the league is that the Bulls are at some point probably going to have to attach assets to that contract to get off of it um, if, if they choose to, to do so. Now, that's not a guarantee, but um, at this point, kind of the, the thought around the league and the conversations I've had with people is that either they're going to have to attach assets to it or they're going to have to trade them as a salary dump for expiring contracts. And um, that's, that's, a, that's not a good situation for the Bulls either way. Yeah, um, fascinating to think of it that way. Um, I wonder, does this, does this injury at this point mean that they're less or more likely to trade someone else? In, in other yeah, words, DeMar DeRose, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, There's a lot of other options. Oh, no, that's for sure where this story immediately went. Everybody wrote it. I mean, that's that's exactly the next domino, okay? You're not going to be able to trade Zach. Season's kind of just sputtering along. Do you change your philosophy on the other people? Because I've said on this on these airwaves, on our airwaves, in print, on digital, whatever, multiple times, the organizational goal back, you know, starting in early November when this first bubbled up was to trade Zach see how it shook down the rest of the roster, and then make other decisions based off that. Okay, that's out the window. So, yes, now with a certain few days left, do they pivot? That That's the next question. Um, you know, I've reported that multiple teams have called on Caruso 
So that that is to me the most likely one if they choose that route. To this point, I, I always want to emphasize, emphasize to this point, they have essentially made it they made it clear they're not interested in trading Caruso. Now they've exchanged some proposals with a couple teams. I'm told, um, so they're not completely ruling it out, but they're only going to do it if it's something that totally blows them away. That's kind of where I stand, or, or my understanding is. As for DeRozan, I have not heard much conversation centered on him. And I'm not being critical of DeMar here, but he's an interesting situation because he's such a good player, would obviously help a lot of teams, but he's an expiring contract. So how much would a team be willing to give up for him for a potential two, three-month, four-month rental, um, You know, unless you for sure are resigning him, and he's going to want money. Uh, so that's a significant commitment that another team would have to ask themselves. And I personally think, um, I think Caruso, this is just me. This is just totally, this is not, I'm not reporting this, this is my guess. I think DeRozan stays. I think Caruso could go either way, but I would lean towards him staying. I think ultimately something small happens like Andre Drummond for some second round picks. So is this setting up for a very active, aggressive offseason? Is this what we're looking at in terms of the Bulls? Maybe under your scenario, flirting with the play-in spot, maybe you know getting into a first-round series and exiting, and then so begins the rebuild. Or where is this headed, Casey? Because I think when you have an injury or a surgery like Zach's, now he's out for the season after 25 games. You wonder at what point is, is this organization? What what is progress moving forward, and how are they going to try to achieve it? No, I'm right there with you. And, and these are the questions that hopefully we'll be asking management later this week uh, tied to the trade deadline. So to answer your question, unfortunately, I don't have a strong sense of what they're going to do next because the Zach News, you know, recently hit. And this is an organization that doesn't, you know, share a lot of information. And so I don't have a sense of that yet. I, I, like I said before, I had reported out um, kind of their organizational philosophy when Zach was in play, and that was they were hoping to trade Zach, see how it impacted the rest of the roster, and make other decisions based off that. I don't have a sense of what their next move is now with this Zach news. Um, the trade deadline's Thursday. We're going to see what they do between now and then. That will give us one indication. And then, you know, typically uh, this management regime has – you know, met the media around the trade deadline. So that would be the next indication when we were able to ask them questions. So I'll have a better sense of that later this week. Um, and I'm just as curious as anybody else, because I think we've all kind of seen the ceiling of this iteration of this roster. Sans Lonzo ball. And um, their change needs to happen for, you know, the next iteration to have a higher ceiling. Cause this, this this has been proven that this is about where this team is. You know, play-in spot last year, sitting in ninth, headed for a playoff play-in spot again this year, and that's kind of where this roster is for now. Where where are they, Casey? Just remind us in terms of draft picks. They've already uh, lost some picks. Obviously, I, I they that they have another pick owed this year. What where are they at with it? They're actually not too bad on draft capital. That's been that's been a little over. I mean, the the Vooch trade was you know obviously a rich one, uh, but that that's been that's been uh, that's over. That's been yeah. That's been uh, uh, that that debt has been paid. Um, they owe um, the Spurs a top 
10 pick uh, next year, um, top 10 protected pick next year for the DeMar acquisition. They have their first-round pick this year. Their first-round picks are fine, especially because the Trailblazers owe them a lottery-protected first-round pick, although that might not ever convey and become a second-round pick. Where they're, where they're very lighted second-round picks, um, uh, but, uh, but their first-round draft capital is in pretty good shape. When you look at the health of this team, who's coming back that can help? Who's coming back that will give them some, you know, a better semblance of, uh, of being competitive and, and maybe be the team closer to what they imagined? Because every team deals with it, but the injuries have been a huge issue this year. Yeah, I mean, Torrey Craig came back last game. Uh, we talked to him afterward. Uh, he said he felt fine, uh, played about 14 minutes. He said he mostly just needed to get in the game condition. I mean, he was on a 20-minute minute limit. I mean, he only averages 21 minutes. He, he's a reserve. So, you know, once he gets his game conditioning up um, or, or they allow him to play longer stints, he was kind of on four-minute stints, he'll, he'll get back to more of his 20 minutes a game uh, scenario. And that He'll certainly help, but, you know, Billy doesn't have a lot of options right now. I right. mean, you know, with the injuries and, and, and you're seeing now the attrition on Kobe, DeMar, more specifically Kobe. He landed on the injury report before the last game, questionable with left ankle soreness. He's just banged up. I mean, that's there's nothing acute there. It's just he's just banged up. He needs an all-star break. Um, and, you know, he and DeMar are first and second in the league in, in total minutes played. Um, so it's it's – you know, this this Zach thing's got a lot of repercussions. Uh, but Tory back is is, is good. Um, Dalen should be back. He's kind of just a normal regular sprained ankle. He should be back sooner rather than later. But you know, he's a pretty low impact player for his stage of his career. And then you know, Patrick's out through the All Star break, and that that's minimum. I mean, then you got to see what he how he's doing coming out of the break. You got to get a ramp up period. So. Um, Craig, Craig offsets Patrick's loss a little bit, but they just need healthy, impactful bodies, and, and they have struggled with the injury bug this season, no doubt. Casey, we'll let you go. We know the situation with the Bulls. Are you anticipating any big-time deals by the trade deadline? Are you hearing anything uh, around the league about some big moves? I think the MB situation has um, pushed Philadelphia into – let's save it for the off-season mode, which is always kind of where they mm-hmm. might might go. They, they've got an opportunity to be pretty aggressive this off-season. That's one thing I've heard. I know Golden State's trying to, to help them, themselves, and then the Lakers, you just always have your eyes on them. But I have not heard anything massively significant. Um, but there's a lot of time. <laughs> We've got four days. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really get going for another two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so true. All right, buddy. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks, KC. All right, have a good day. See you guys. That is KC Johnson covering the Bulls for uh, NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, this this it's basically you've made a deal and you've dumped Zach Levine. Only you get nothing for it, and there's no return at all other than lost money. Yeah, that's all that you're looking at right now. Um, difficult spot to be in for AK. Limited flexibility, fewer options. DeRozan likely to stay, as he said. And there will be a market for Caruso, but what will you get in return? And if if trading him means not being competitive down the stretch, my sense is they keep him. 
All right, want to remind everybody about uh, what the score's got going on. You can join 670 The Score and Circa Sports Illinois for the big game party. It is this Sunday at Benchmark in Old Town. You got Mully and Haw, Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi, and Parkins and Spiegel will all be broadcasting live from noon to 3 p.m., getting you ready for the big game between Kansas City and San Francisco. You must have at least $100 in your Circa Sports Illinois app to attend. Doors open at noon, and there's going to be live entertainment, complimentary game day bites. Just go to CircaSports.com. You can sign up for the invite and get more info it's Mully and Hall at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. It's the eighth Super Bowl for the San Francisco 49ers, the first for Christian McCaffrey. What does this mean to you? It means the world. I'm blessed beyond belief. Praise God. So happy and thankful to be a part of this. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. They got... Uh, Both teams are in Vegas, and uh, today will be very interesting. This will be the beginning of the huge week of hype, and there's some changes to the schedule that I want to get your take on, David. We know that tonight is the media – what used to be the media day is now on on Monday night, and you can watch – Various people get a chance to talk to both teams and they'll be asking some of the sillier questions that come along. This used to be, I think it was like a Tuesday uh, meeting. You would come in and then you would go to your hotel and you'd have your own news conference with the media covering you or whomever wanted to turn up. And then that would lead to different things that went on during the week. It used to be on Friday, Roger Goodell would give his kind of state of the NFL uh, news conference. You could get to uh, Roger Goodell's thing early in the day, and you'd have uh, something to help write for, For you know, they, they, they kind of lay out the days for you. So you would have something, some news coming out of Roger Goodell talking about whatever this year. And, and they moved that from Friday traditionally to Wednesday a few years ago. Now it is going to be today. So Goodell will meet with the media today. But here's the, uh, here's the difference, David. It's invitation only. You've got to get an invitation in order to go to the news conference. Yeah, that's, 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 that's not a news conference then. Yes. It, it's it's yes. not a news conference. If it's invitation only – and it's Roger Goodell and the mighty NFL. And obviously, it's Super Bowl week. It's their week. They control the message. They control the agenda. They control everything, including who can be at a quote-unquote news conference. This is not a news conference. This is a, a seminar. This is a uh, conf- uh, wh- whatever you want to call it. This is a infomercial for the NFL. Um, but the sense would be that if you're invitation-only, you're not going to invite people who are going to challenge you. Mike Florio did not get an invitation to this. <laughs> I, I think that's fascinating. It does fascinate me because Mike Florio also works for NBC, right? which is a partner with the NFL. 
And when you don't invite or disinvite, uninvite a guy like Florio, it, it, it's news you don't need to make. To me, it's a PR blunder because it suggests and reinforces this idea that you're afraid of something, that you have things that you don't want to address so you don't invite guys who are likely to, you know, poke the bear, if you will. So bad, bad mistake. I'm, I'm surprised as, as savvy as the NFL PR people can be that they would, they would introduce this idea or this event as clumsily as this seems. And, and it makes me wonder, you know, would Les have gone to that event? Would Roger Dell have given Les an invitation or would he have had to wait to talk to Usher in this instance? <laughs> Is Usher making an appearance? I, I'm, I don't think he'll make a, a, an appearance today, but isn't that usually on Saturday where the, they have a kind of music person come out and, and uh, they do their own little news conference? kind of funny. Um, I remember uh, at one time the Stones were doing it. Someone asked uh, if, uh, if he was like a cockroach to uh, not Mick, but uh, – but to uh, you know the the, um, the great songwriter of the Rolling Stones, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, who who um, Keith Richards? Keith Richards, Jesus. Yeah. Who supposedly the joke was always that he was you know like he and the cockroaches is all that would survive if there was a bomb drop. And someone asked him about that idea, and that was very funny. Uh, Bruce Springsteen did an interview one time when he did the Super Bowl. The best one ever for me was uh, Prince. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. He, yeah, that was down in Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. came with the band, yep. and then and then they they announced that it wasn't true that Prince wasn't going to talk. He would answer any questions anyone had, and someone asked a question, and then he broke out in song, and he did like a three song concert, which he did was a little awesome. set. Yeah, yeah, he did a little kind of mini mini concert. Super cool. That was yesterday. Uh, that was the Bears-Colts Super Bowl, which yesterday was the anniversary, February fourth, two thousand and seven. Bad memory for Bears fans after the Devin, kick, Devin Hester kickoff yeah. return that um, we saw uh, circulated on social media yesterday. Uh, the rest was downhill from there. So let me ask you: What do you think? Why make it inv- by invitation only? What is it that Roger doesn't want to talk about? Is it? Well, is it officiating? Is it stadia? Is it, you know, rule changing? What is it? I, I don't know that, For uh, to be honest. Uh, it could be something that they could be as simple as, as logistics. They don't really want to keep the crowd size down. I think that's a poor excuse. I also think that it's inevitable that on the heels of Jim Trotter, the former NFL media yep. uh, member, longtime NFL guy, um, asking Roger uncomfortable questions that comes on the heels of that, it suggests it's in response to the Jim Trotter situation. You want to avoid those uncomfortable moments for the commissioner. Whatever went into the decision, I think it, it's a short-sighted one because it brings more scrutiny than it probably they would want or expect. But I, it just it looks bad. It's a bad look for the NFL. Yeah, someone uh, made the joke that he doesn't want to give his um, state of my contract address. So he was instead uh, trying to limit the journalists at it. Uh, but, I mean, the, you know, what are they doing in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the um, uh, diversity hire? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that people would like to get from Roger Goodell that as a result of this they may 
have uh, difficulty um, getting a targeted answer on. That's why it doesn't seem like an NFL news conference. It seems like an NFL uh, public relations seminar. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody who's, you know, or a corporate event that is sponsored and controlled and frankly, not of much use. Yeah. Uh, All right. But it is, I mean, this is it. This is the, the address is now on a Monday. It's not, kind of hidden on a Friday, burying some news maybe before the Super Bowl is played. So it's kind of interesting. And, again, the the controlled uh, crowd is what's most interesting about that. Yeah, I don't, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I, I think the media night festivities mm-hmm. are entertaining. I, not much news comes out of that anymore. It's more for the marquee value, social media, and – the influencers uh, among us, but uh, I don't think there's going to be much news broken or dropped today. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I I, I will be very curious to see how um, this is handled and how different the media night event is from the different things that we've heard from over the years. You know, it's a it's usually um, it's usually kind of a free for all, and there's a lot of like wacky. Uh, guest people who come in and ask questions, etc. So we'll see if that happens tonight or if it's a more serious event. Hard to imagine it being fairly serious usually. It's just a lot of fun. I doubt it's going to be real take on a serious somber tone in Vegas. It's going to probably include uh, a a magician and, you know, dancers. (laughs) That would be my guess. (laughs) Peoria Matt checks in. Uh, Sure. Yeah, over here for last interviewing Usher. So great. The Madonna question. <laughs> All right. We've uh, we've got to get to a break. 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Hi, Madonna. Over this way. There you go. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.